The Welsh Wire, where talent and business connect in West Michigan. The Welsh Wire features moderator Mike Rogers and professional recruiting expert Sherry Welsh in this weekly podcast. Listen in as leaders from a wide array of small to mid-sized West Michigan companies weigh in and share their experiences and insights on a variety of business topics, including employee retention challenges and recruitment success stories. Hi, this is Mike Rogers with another great Welsh Wire conversation. Now, here's Sherry Welsh. We're delighted to be back on the Welsh Wire today with a new guest on our show. We welcome Anna Gonzalez. Anna is the director of the family-owned Business Institute and assistant professor of management in the Seedman College of Business at Grand Valley State University. Anna, welcome to the Welsh Wire. Thank you very much, Sherry. Thank you very much for having me here. We're glad to have you here. Today's show is co-produced with the Family Business Alliance, and you have done a lot of work with family-owned businesses. As director of the Family-Owned Business Institute, tell us what that means. What? Tell us about the work that you do there, Anna. Well, um, the Family-Owned Business Institute, which is also known as FOVI, is an academic center that champions and serves family-owned businesses through scholarship, education, and advocacy. So what we do is support the creation of knowledge about family businesses and try to connect with uh, the West Michigan business community, family business community, to transmit what we are learning from our research to best practices so that it helps them, you know, succeed across generations. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. How many years has the uh, the Family-Owned Business Institute been around at It's 20 years. This is our 20th year. Wow. This year. Yeah. So We're a lot of rich history, good information to share. Yes. A lot of programs. We have, you know, uh, given awards and grants to, you know, over 67 scholars around the world. Wonderful. To do research. We've had family business courses, we have had family business awards, you know, across time. Now we're more focused on the academic side. So what uh, we, are, we are doing now is doing research at Sidman with different colleagues at the, you know, the faculty members and, you know, just creating knowledge. That's our main job. Right. And yeah. th- there's some tremendous information that you're gaining from the studies that you're doing. You're going to share some of that with our listeners today. Recently, you completed a study, a diversity study on women leaders in family-owned businesses. So take us through that a little. Tell us a little bit about the study, what you did, what you looked at, and and um, and what some of the findings were in that, Anna. Yeah, sure, uh, Sherry. So with my colleagues, Carl Sanchez from the Sidman College of Business and a Colombian colleague, uh, Jenny Rodriguez, what we did was dive into women dynamics in the family firm, especially when they become leaders of that family firm. Okay. And we wanted to understand their attitudes, particularly when it comes to family business performance, financial performance. Uh, the reason why we did this is because, well, you know that uh, there is a lower representation of women leaders, mm-hmm. not only in family businesses, but, you know, in every single business, you, we see very few women leading business. Right. Is, is the percentage about the same in family-owned business versus a non-family-owned business, or is it well, greater? It depends on 
where the data comes from, comes okay. from I assume. But still, it's 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 lower. It should be around in any family in any business. I'm sorry, it should be around eighteen percent ish. Sure, if you count maybe. Um, the USA or developing countries. Okay. You know, okay. developed countries, I'm sorry. If you go uh, to emerging countries, it's way lower, the percentage. In family businesses, we have found that the percentage of women participating or working in management in family businesses is, is a bit higher. However, when it comes to the leadership, it's lower, still way lower. Really? Yeah. Very interesting. And yeah. that holds true, I would assume, for what we see in West Michigan yeah. as well. Yeah, okay. exactly. So West Michigan is not the exception. It's not, that they, it's not that they are very different. They are, you know, the percentage is way low when it comes to participation of women in leadership in family businesses. So as you dug deeper, tell me, what, what did you see? What did you learn? So we have learned very interesting things. So first we sort of, said, well, let's go and check what's been what we know right, about right. Uh, women in, in, in leadership position. And we have what we have uh, what we learned was that well uh, not only the amount of women is very low, but their attitudes are very different. So for example, I read an article in the New York Times about a woman a, a woman who's been a leader of their of their business and of her business, and she says, "Well, you know what? I think that women in general are we're better at, you know, handling conflict. Mm, okay, you know, we are better at things like emotional intelligence. You know, we're yes. more re- relational leaders than you know task oriented leaders. Sure, uh, sure. As, uh, in comparison to men, because I mean, or gender." I suppose that's a gender. Uh, it's a gender difference, difference, and that's the way it plays out in a leadership role. Right, in a business. even though uh, you know, gender is more fluid now, and we don't have the traditional, you know, roles that you see. A woman is more nurturing, and the men are outside hunting. Right, you don't see that right now, and you see more. I don't know. Again, it's more fluent now. Still, we have a lot of tradition, especially when it comes to management. For right? sure. So, and we are hardwired the way we are hardwired. We can learn exactly. other behaviors and ways of, of operating and doing things, but yeah. And 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 I think, so if you ask many women, they will say maybe, oh, we are far from where we should be. Mm-hmm. But then I, th- I say to them, well, you know what? It's been centuries right. of male you know, domination, which is not bad. It's just the way it is. Of, of course, right? absolutely. So it's not about men against women or the other way. For it's sure. more that, I mean, we're learning, you know. Right. And I think that we are, we've been increasing. And right. it's been, I don't know, a century, not even that. Right. You know? Well, so right. So we're still certainly we're time. evolving all the time. Exactly. As, as people. We're I mean, I, which is what I like to say. We're evolving as we learn new things. We change the way we operate. Exactly. Surely. And and sometimes it plays it plays good for women if you think about it. So again, going back to this article that I, I read, this, yeah. this this woman said, "Well, you know what? Uh, we're better at this relational leadership because we don't have to be the alpha males. You oh, know, we don't have that yes. pressure. You know, yes. so that's kind of that's not required of them. It's not expected no. of them, so they can behave different. That's very interesting. That's very interesting. Now, so we started thinking, okay, so let's see." how women in family businesses feel about 
performance. The family business right. performance list asked them, right? So uh, we got information from private family businesses, which is also a good thing because most of the mainstream mainstream research is from public corporations, right? Of course. Which are very different. Absolutely they from are. From private family firms. That's right. And what we found were was very interesting because women involved in family business, not necessarily the leaders, but women involved are very optimistic when it comes to performance. So if you ask a woman that is involved in a, in a family business, uh, how do you feel the business is going to do by the end of the year? She would say, very good. Very good. More than co compared to men. So asking her counterpart, male, the same question, you might get a very different or That's a lower answer, like not that optimistic, right? That's which is, very Which is a perception again. It's not... Sure. They, we're not asking about the exact performance, you know? Correct. But just about their, you know, how they feel about whatever they are going to get by the end of the period right. or the quarter or whatever, you know? Right. So, but they're looking at the same data, so right. to speak. Exactly. But they're interpreting it differently. Yeah. So when perception it comes to is different. That's very interesting. What's more interesting, Sherry, is what we found when we ask women leaders. Ah. The results are just, we were very surprised. So when we saw that, we said, well, let's see what happens if the woman is a leader, right? Right. It changed to the opposite. Really? So if the woman is running the business, the family business, she would say, oh, well, uh, not that good. So she pulls it right back. And okay, so that's so women in biz in family businesses who are not in leadership roles will be very, very op tend to be very optimistic. But when they move into a leadership role, they tend to be a little more pessimistic and conservative. That's and right. That, okay, so I'm sure you're going to tell us about that because that is interesting. I know, I know. It's it's very interesting because, and, and our interpretation of that data is that, yeah. well, when it comes to women involved, not the leaders, but women involved, uh, it's part of actually that role of nurturing, you know? Okay. So we take care of our family, our business, and we care about it. You know, even we're not leaders. They are not leaders, right? Right. right. So they will go like, yeah, You'll do good, like kind of a mother yeah. position. Yeah, the cheerleader, uh, right? The cheerleader, yep. right. And it's good that you brought that up because women are usually the considered the CEOs of the family business, not the chief executive officer, but the chief emotional officer yes. of the business. Yep, providing right? support and encouragement exactly. and boy, you can do so it. Come on, let's go. That's yeah. her interpretation of that result. Interesting. Now the, the other result about, you know, the perception of uh, financial performance when it comes to women leaders in the, in the family business, we think that given gender stereotypes, you know, that tend to, you know, to judge women harder when they make a mistake, mm -hmm. you know, just mm -hmm. because I think uh, we think that it's because given that we have had some less, fewer women as leaders, whenever one makes a mistake, it's very, you know, noticeable. You know what I mean? Right. Well, men, I mean, they make mistakes all the time, but you, they've been there forever. So they make the mistake bad for them, but, you know, they have always made mistakes. You know what I mean? Yes. So yes. It's, not a, it's not a gender thing, but it's just that we have had so many 
So, so few women leading businesses Correct. that we judge women too hard. Yes. That's one thing. Uh, the other thing is that it's very common to see that women are usually when they are, they, they take onto leadership in leader, they take leadership positions. They usually, they usually, I mean, they are offered jobs in companies that are in trouble. While men are not necessarily, they are not willing to expose themselves to fix the whatever. Okay. Company. You know what I mean? Right. So women are get women's opportunities might be a little bit more limited. They're, so they will take on So they'll take it. Uh-huh. Right? Okay, I'll, this, this looks like trouble and this is going to be a turnaround, yeah. but I'll go ahead and take it. Uh-huh. But they're not afraid of the risk. No. Exactly. Either. So that's which is interesting. It's interesting. But then what would be the consequence when it comes to their attitude towards performance? Yes. They will lower expectations. They don't uh, want to be judged that yep. hard and they want to, you know, I think I can turn this business around, but I prefer to lower expectations so that in case that something happens that is not as good as, you know, they were expecting it, it they won't judge me that hard. Interesting. You know, do yes, you see this yes, difference I do. in the contrast? Yes, you very know, much so. While men, I mean, and it's just, again, it, they are gender roles as we have traditionally known them. And men are usually, so whenever you ask a man who's in charge of something. So how are you doing? Awesome. Right? right? Of course. Men usually traditionally of course. say that. Yep. Uh, doesn't mean that they are lying. It's just the way, you know, they are. Uh, maybe it's, again, it's more about being the, the, the male dominant, you know, role necessarily. I don't know. But that's how they usually behave. And it's gender studies have noticed that. That, that is interesting. It's almost like when you ask someone, how are you? Oh, I'm great. I'm fine. You never really tell them how you are, even if you're having a horrible day or, you know, your your knee is killing you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're, you're never going to say that when someone says, how are you? Exactly. It might be the same way with men when you yeah. talk about how's your business doing, whatever. Yeah. The automatic response we've been conditioned to give for yeah. years and years and years is everything's fine. But women don't have that same kind of conditioning mm-hmm. necessarily and, and will say, not so, not not so great, you know. Right, I got some concerns. Exactly, and they'll be transparent. That yeah. is really, really fascinating. So, so you see, yeah, it's I, I, we found it uh, fascinating, and then and then, you know. So, it, what's interesting is that we went even deeper into the study because then we were wondering, well, what if this the business family, their families, are very attached, emotionally attached to the business, to the family business. What happens yeah. when their emotional endowments on the business are very, very high? You know, that's a term called socio-emotional wealth. What if the family is really, 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 really into the business and cares a lot about the business and care a lot about um, the reputation of the business or whatever, or the, or they are very committed to the um, to their employees, right? What happens right. when the family is very committed to that? What happens to that perception of uh, financial performance when women are leaders or where women are involved? Right. And what did you learn? What we learn is that when socio-emotional wealth or the uh, emotional endowments of the business family are very high, those perceptions exacerbate. So what that means is that if you're a woman involved but not leading the business, the perception will increase. The perception of performance will increase. But if you are a woman that is a leader in the family business, 
the perception of performance will decrease even more. Almost because you're trying to protect, right? Exactly. And, and defend. That's, that's our interpretation. Again, we that's what we feel that women think when they are running a business, right? Yes. That, I mean, my family is so into it and they care so much about this. And, uh, you know, we've been here for generation and our reputation is so, you know, invested here and all the community knows us. So I better do good, but then I prefer to lower expectations in terms of performance just because everything that is at stake here. To ensure we protect it all, uh-huh, right? And don't exactly. go too far out so on it's a limb almost and get protecting That's very the interesting. And you know yeah. what? I, and I'm just thinking in my past of, of a place that I've worked where I would say that was very true. Very, very true. That is a fascinating yeah. Result that you so, came up with there. Yeah. So that's, that's, uh, those are the results of this, uh, study, which I think, um, give us some light into what we should do, you know, in the future as, you know, when we come to training the next generation. Right. Right. Well, right? which is what it the has... purpose of a study like this is all about. So you have some great findings, some great learnings. So what does that mean, you know, for fa- our family businesses in West Michigan today? leaders and family businesses or or women in family businesses what do we need to do Anna? how do we need to behave differently so when you see that that attitude of women who are leaders you would say well maybe we should change something in the succession pro- succession process you know ah maybe if we are training our daughters to become the future leaders we should give them the confident the confidence to or help help them build the confidence to become, you know, I don't know, more secure about their talent and what they're giving for the business. Sure. And letting them know, you know what, if you make the mistake, that's okay. Right. It has nothing to do with the fact that you're you're a woman. I'm sorry. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It seems to me we we need to give them permission, as you said, to fail and and make mistakes. That is 100 percent okay. To do that, and it sounds it sounds simple, but think about you know you raising your 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 daughter, right? I mean, you have to say it like every almost every day, right? Yeah. So I would say to my daughter, listen, uh, Alicia, you need to you know be confident about what you do, and it's okay if you make mistakes, right? You know because that's how we learn. Absolutely, you know, yes, of course we want you to succeed, but if you don't, it doesn't matter. No. You can, you know what I mean? So I you do. just go I ahead do. and do it every single day until we're confident enough to say, you know what? We're doing good. We're half, we're facing a few challenges, but I know we're going to thrive this year. Right. Right. And, you know, going back to women as the cheerleaders and the, hey, we can do that and come along. Women in businesses, maybe who aren't the leaders who are very optimistic. There's really nothing wrong with living into that positivity and optimism and playing to that strength. I mean, not to the extent that you become Pollyanna right. about the reality of your no, situation. Of no, that's not the but, point. But, you know, for, for the team and the organization to have someone that's kind of nurturing and pushing them along saying, we can do this. Come on, dig deep. Let's work. Let's think about it differently. It's always good to have someone doing that. And if that's a natural thing that's coming out of women, the women in family-owned businesses, well, let's push that forward. And we right? should tell okay. men... Listen, do yes. that as well. You yes. know, we don't want you going hunting. We don't want you to be, you know, aggressive. We, I mean, it's not necessarily what we 
expect from you as a leader, right. you know, or as a person who's training the next generation, you know, the next uh, wo woman who's going to be leading this business, right? right? So be nurturing, you right? Know, say this, be optimistic, tell that to her. Yes, and right? they can take a lesson from the women in their exactly. and behave that very same. You know? I got, I so got you, We it. just yes. need to learn from each other, you know? For sure. And again, we as women leaders need to, you know, to promote ourselves as as men do. Yes. We need to learn from them. Yes. Right? Right. Because this part, you maybe you, I mean, it's not about lying to ourselves. It's not about lying to others. It's just about, you know, gaining that confidence. It's about your, I don't know, picking up or module. I don't know, but I don't know if I'm, but if that makes sense, but I think that we should do that. Right. You know, as women leaders. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and the difference with women leaders and men leaders and holding back a little bit on talking about their performance as for the company's performance, I should say, and, and how they're doing as an organization, women always sort of dampen yeah. that down. Yeah. Let, you know, that is a whole interesting construct there too. So men should maybe feel more free to be honest. Yeah. No, like I, women are, because it does no. it does a lot if if you can be honest about that, it allows you the opportunity to get input and help and support from others who may really help get the business to where it needs to be. But if all you say is everything's fine, it's good, it's great. We're, Who's going to help you? Right here. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Is there yeah. anything else that we can apply from, from this information on anything that we haven't covered yet? No, I think that in general, it's more about, you know, when, when we are, you know, raising our children's to our children, I'm sorry, to be the leaders or we when we are nurturing them it, again it's not about we shouldn't be separating the, the gender roles again right you know it's if you're a boy i'm going to be this way and if you're a girl i'm going to be the uh, a very different way yeah you know, we can learn from each other i think that we can learn from each other i think that that's the you know it sounds like the, your the biggest best, aha yeah. if you had to if you really had to look at yes, your study yes. and summarize it, the biggest aha for you was that especially in family uh, businesses which have the tendency to be more traditional yes you know they sure do yeah well That's of course the, because it, they're typically generation of ways of doing things and yes yeah, steeped in tradition exactly of the family you know yeah. and just think about that girl you know that may be you know taking over you right Right. Great mm -hmm. things to learn here. Yeah. Wonderful. So we've been talking today with Anna Gonzalez. Again, Anna is the director of the Family Owned Business Institute and assistant professor of management in the Seedman College of Business at Grand Valley State University. Anna, if our listeners want to reach out to you and are wondering about how they could get in touch with you, they have some questions, some follow-up, or might like to hear more about what the FOBI does mm -hmm. at Grand Valley, how can they reach you? Is email the best way? Yeah, to sure. Get My email is G-O-N-Z as in zebra, double A-N-A -A, at gvsu.edu. Or you can just look us uh, on our website, gvsu.edu slash FOBI, F-O-B-I. Wonderful. Anna Gonzalez with Grand Valley State University. Thank you so much for joining us on the Welsh Wire today. Thank you very much for letting me share this with you. Thank you for listening to The Welsh Wire. We hope you'll join us for the next episode. For more information, visit welshandassociates.net.